by play your OFA Blue Devils winners in game one, 12 to two. We start game two, your Blue Devils, the away team in game two. They're playing the doubleheader. They were supposed to play the opening game of the regular season at Canton on the new facility, but because of Mother Nature, the new facility not being released yet, the games are being played here. It is Jacob Sharp, as he did in game one, leading off your OFA Blue Devils, the junior. McCormick bats second, Barr batting third, Triano the cleanup batter here, and on the hill is Joey Royger, his first start for the Canton Bears this season, trying to work his way back in three balls and one strike, currently a sharp. As mentioned, McCormick on deck, Barr in the hole. Here comes the right-handed fire, and that is hit hard out into right center in between the gap, and on first base is Jacob Sharp with the single. And that will bring up McCormick. Oigel for the Canton Bears. The sophomore, I believe, maybe getting his first varsity pitching experience here. And that will bring up McCormick. Some tough batters to get out here for Royger to start this game. We'll go over the offense and defense here in just a second. Throw back to first, safely back to the bag in time is Sharp. McCormick in the right-handed batter's box now batting second. Bar on deck batting third. Toronto in the hole to clean up batter. Eyes in the fifth spot. Woods in the sixth. Griffith in the seventh. Freno in the eighth. And designated hitter LeBeau in the ninth spot. Ball hit right back. One hopper to Royger. He throws back to first to get the first out. Nice play by him. One three put out in the books. Getting over to second base is Sharp. Defensively for the Canton Bears in game number two, Royer on the hill. Shaftraw catching at first, Closey, freshman at second, junior Briggs at shortstop, junior, or excuse me, at third, Jesse Butler, and at short, junior Jack Finnerty, and now a ball hit foul down the right field line. Out in left, Kobe Roberts, center field, Jared Birchall, and out in right field, Jacob Cunningham. That rounds out the defense on the diamond to start this game for head coach Matt Caulfield. Again, tough one for the Canton Bears in game one. Blue Devils, they scored five runs in the bottom half of the first. It could have been a two-out bottom half of the first to start for the Blue Devils, but instead it was just one out and then five consecutive runs by the Blue Devils. The game got away early for the Canton Bears, but they got to try to race that here in game two against the Blue Devils who are now 2-0. and a top first in the Central and looking really strong to start the year here. They are your six-time Section 10 champs. Here comes a fire by Rogel. That is hit hard. Grounder, couple bouncer to short. Throw to first off the ground to first in time. Good scoop by the Canton Pairs. First baseman, Tanner Closey, the freshman, getting, I believe, his first varsity start from head coach Matt Caulfield and made a nice play there. So Barr is retired, 6-3 put out in the books. That brings up Jackson Trano. Sharp on the grounder to short, made his way over to third, and Royger has a chance to get out of the thing, but a ball hit hard out in the left field. That is going to drop for a base hit in off the score from third is Sharp. Blue Devils got a one nothing lead early here in this top half of the first. Jackson Triano with the RBI single. Eyes now. Your right-handed batter comes up to bat. Woods on deck. Griffith in the hole. So a couple shifts in the lineup for both coaches. Some different positions being played as well here. As Woods has the catcher gear on and now a ball outside. Bounces off the catcher and a little behind him and to his right. 
and getting over to second is Triano. Blue Devils started their season. Like I said, it's, it's already a short baseball season for high school. It usually has to happen in about five weeks. But because of two weeks of Mother Nature not really letting things play and then spring vacation, you're talking about the start of the season, regular season, and the finish of it all in about a span of three weeks. And, well, the Blue Devils off to a good start at 2-0 and and trying to hope to get to 3-0 and by the end of the day here this afternoon. Hives fouls one off, just a dribbler over to the left side. And now Royer gets ready again. Right-handed hurler for the Bears. Get his first start. Nice pitch on the outside corner. Ives looked it down but did not swing. Blue Devils in their gray pants. Thin blue stripe up the side. Bright blue jerseys. White numbers on the back. Bears gray pants. Yellow jerseys. White numbers on the back. Here comes the fire up high. They're going to try to steal third. Throw to third in time. No, he dropped the ball. A good job by the catcher of the camp bears to get out of his hand quickly Shatra got it to third the tag was applied in time but the ball came out of the glove of the third baseman and safely aboard third here is Triano here comes the pitch and that just up a little high in the strike zone three balls and two strikes now the count to junior eyes Reuter digs here comes the right hand delivery and a nice pitch but I get the bat on it Pass it out in the right field, goes with the pitch, draws in Jackson Triano off a third, and just like the Blue Devils were able to do in the first inning of game one, get some early runs, they do it here in game two. Two-nothing lead, and now Eyes with the RBI single, standing on first base. Woods will have to take the catcher's gear off, look down the assistant coach and third base coach Pearson, and now step into the right-handed batter's box. Larry Mahaffey down the first base side, and now running his eyes. He's got some good speed, and he's easily going to be standing up on second with the stolen base. It has been consistent Blue Devil baseball for many years. It started back in the day with Jim Pingerton and Mike Sargent doing a great job as well, then Tom Pingerton, and now in the helm of Larry Mahaffey. Ball popped up. Catcher sheds the gear off straight up and should have it. No, unfortunately, bounces out of the glove. And that happened to the Bears a couple times in game one. Not as much win now to start game one or as, as we did in game one, but still a little bit, and it's still blowing back from center field into home plate. So one ball, one strike to count to Woods. Griffith on deck, Breno in the hole. Here comes the fire. No. Nope. Royer holds up, steps off the rubber, gets the runner on second base, eyes to retreat back to the bag. First thing being brought to you by Seaway Valley Prevention Council's reality check and youth decide. Now a couple hoppers short, scooped up, throw to first in time, and the Canton Bears get themselves out of the inning. Brody Woods retired, 6-3 in the books. Blue Devils, two runs. Off of three hits in that inning, there were no errors. Blue Devils did strand one aboard. But, again, they put up some early digits on the Howland Pump Supply scoreboard. Got a 2 nothing lead. The Bears coming up. They got to try to answer early in this contest. Butler, Shatroff, Finnerty do up next here on the North Country Sports Authority. Have you met one of our famous North Country potholes yet? Having your vehicle out of alignment can be a very annoying condition. At Mort Backus & Sons, our laser-guided alignment machine can get your vehicle back into specs with precision. 
and our GM certified service technicians can diagnose and take care of any other problems you might have too. If you're in need of an alignment or any other service needs, give us a call at 315-393-6000 and we'll be happy to schedule an appointment today. Find new roads at Mort Backus and Sons, where we've been taking care of the North Country for over 60 years. Manipulative advertising tactics. $500,000 a day spent in New York alone to target kids, especially near schools. Tobacco advertising. Seaway Valley Prevention Councils, Reality Check, and Advancing Tobacco-Free Communities. Not anti-smoker, but the force behind trying to help the kids in our communities. Five minutes of your time, max, and you can be a part of the force. Pledge your support, that's it. Visit SeawayValleyPreventionCouncil.net. You're listening to AM1400 ESPN's live coverage of high school sports. Your North Country sports leader is AM1400 ESPN. Back to Chris Spicer. You look at Ethan Baldwin, what, 4-0 last year, Jackson Toronto, 4-0, Justin McCormick, 4-1. Now, we've already seen uh, Jacob Sharp pitch today. We're now seeing Aiden Ives get the call. So the Blue Devils got a lot of pitchers, which bowled really, really well for this regular season. And that's got to happen in about a span of three weeks. Because of that pitch count rule, you know, your pitcher can only throw a certain amount of pitches and needs a certain amount of rest. So... It's nice that the Blue Devils have a deep pitching staff. Not often do other teams have that. And now the Can Bears trailing 2-0 on the Holland Pump Supply scoreboard. We definitely have better conditions to start game two inside the Richard Winter Cancer Center broadcast booth. The wind is not blowing anymore. There is no more rain. When we started game one, very windy, a little bit of rain. But about the third or fourth inning, finally, a little bit of blue sky and sunshine broke out here. And now the first pitch was a strike to Jesse Butler. Second one a ball, so he ends up the count at one and one. So Butler batting in the first spot outside, two balls, one strike. Shatraw the sophomore in the second spot for 10. Junior Finnerty in the third spot. Senior Birchall in the fourth. Senior Robert in the fifth. Junior Briggs in the sixth. And now Ives finds the plate, evens it up at two and two. Junior Cunningham in the seventh. Freshman Posey in the eighth. And Roger pitching on the hill to sophomore in the ninth spot. And now inside, I think it. not quite sure what happened. The batter did get hit with the ball in the end. He will get the trip to first base. So Butler aboard with the walk here for the Canton Bears, and they got a little something-something going early on. So your Blue Devils defensively on the diamond this game, as mentioned. Junior Hayden Eyes on the hill backing him up in this contest is senior Brody Woods. At first, senior McCormick playing second sharp. At third is Jackson Toronto. At short is Jared Barr. Out in left field, Mitchell Breno. Center field, Connor Griffith. And out in right field, Nate Jenkins. That rounds out your Blue Devils defensively on the diamond for game two. Now a throw back to first, and with the belly slide back is Butler safely putting the hand on the bag. Shatraw batted deep in the lineup in game one for head coach Matt Caulfield. Now he's batting second, swings, misses, ball in the dirt, runner on the way to first, and will be standing at second with their stolen base. Finnerty on deck, virtual in the hole here for the Canton Bears. 
still, the Canton Bears now after two games looking for their first, well, victory, 0-2. They were shut out in game one against Malone, 3-0. They got their first run to the year, two of them in game one here against the Blue Devils a little bit earlier, but now looking for their first victory. And I always do. I bleed Blue Devil Blue, Hewlett Purple, Green for the Morristown Green Rockets, and Blue and Yellow for the Golden Knights. Now ball pops up, McCormick comes off the bag and down a first baseline a little bit and has it. So Shatra has retired F3 in the books. But if there is one coach that I root for, it is a high school friend of mine and an Augensburg Free Academy alumni in Matt Caulfield. He's been a teacher at Canton Bears for many, many years now, coach of the soccer team and the baseball team. So if there's any team that ever wants to knock off, maybe the Blue Devils once in a while, it would be a to coach Matt Caulfield and the Canton Bears because I know they'd love to, and often the Blue Devils, they just make it almost darn impossible. Now ball hits the bar at short. couple hopper throw to first in time. So back-to-back outs as Butler does move over to third, though. So two down on the Canton Bears. Finnerty, 6-3, put out in the books, and now clean-up senior batter Birchall will come into the right-handed batter's box. The Bears, when they were down 5 nothing, 6 nothing at one point, had a chance and only got one run with the bases loaded. Now a ball hit out into center field. Center fielder on the run over, but that is going to drop in for a base hit. So an RBI single by Burchill and the Can Bears, much needed, I think, confidence for them to get that run early and make it a 2-1 game here on the Howland Pump Supply scoreboard in the bottom half of the first. But again, going back to game one, when the can trailed six to nothing in the game, they got a run in an inning, but they had the chances with the base load and one out maybe to make it a six three game early and it couldn't do that. And then eventually the OFA Blue Devils were able to push it back out. Ball one here to Robert. Highs a left handed hurler. Now one inside, two balls and no strikes. Briggs on deck, Cunningham in the hole if the Bears continue to go with two. They've closed the gap, made it a one-run game here. Here comes the pitch, and that across the plate. So two balls and one strike now. The counts as a senior, Robert. Tomorrow, right back here with Blue Devil Baseballs, we'll take on the Messina Red Raiders. And then on Friday, we visit the Morristown Green Rockets girls softball team as they'll host the Hubleton Bulldogs. And now outside of the strike zone on the fourth pitch. So three balls, one strike. Ives get ready here, trying to find the plate. We'll throw back to first, safely diving back to the bag in time. Is Birchall. Three balls, one strike. The count to Robert. Robert gets ready. Ives looks poised to throw. Does foul down the first base side. And now all of a sudden, three balls, two strikes. Again, the Blue Devils, the company of the first base side dugout here, at home, and the Canton Bears down the third base side dugout. The Bears were the away team in game one. The Blue Devils the away team in game two. Here comes the fire and that outside, and that will be ball four to Roberts. So the Canton Bears keep the inning alive here, have runners on first and second. And I think after getting beat 12-2, to two, not in a bad way. This is important for the Canton Bears after all of a sudden going down 2 nothing in game two immediately to get at least one run back, and how important it would be to get the duck off the box. 
with their runner virtual standing on second base. Strike one to Briggs. He looked at that one all the way, the left-handed batter. So left-handed pitcher, left-handed batter up in the strike zone, but chasing his Briggs, and he's down the count early. No balls and two strikes. We talked about your Blue Devils' consistent baseball over the years, six Section 10 championships in a row. But again, tough regular season in the Central, and it'll be strike-free on Briggs, first strikeout for Hayden Eyes, and the Blue Devils get out of the inning. One run for the Canton Bears off of one hit. There was no errors. There was a couple walks. The Bears do strand two. We go to the top of the second. Blue Devils, Griffith, Reno, LeBeau do up next here on the North Country Sports Authority. Guised within things like your family history, breast cancer can strike any time. But as the only high-risk breast program in the region, our bodyguards can spot danger before it reaches you. It all starts with a simple questionnaire to identify your early risks. Then our team can protect you from harm and bring you peace of mind. Visit claxtonhepburnorg bodyguard to complete your questionnaire. Because defending your tomorrow should start today. This is Rose DeMars from Kim Rose Medicine Place. Your doctor, in addition to medications, may prescribe exercise, and there is none better and easier than walking. And how about a new dog friend to walk with? You may find these new friends at the St. Lawrence Valley SPCA. If you aren't able to adopt a pet, how about donating your coin change to your local SPCA at our cash register during April and May? These innocent animals deserve our help. For all your medications, stop at Kim Rose Medicine Place on State Street, Ogdensburg. Pharmacy at its best. You're listening to AM1400 ESPN's live coverage of high school sports. Your North Country sports leader is AM1400 ESPN. Back to Chris Spicer. All right, you're all safe, Blue Devils. And it's a tough game here in game two. It's early on, though. We head to the top of the second. They are up one run on the Cannes Bears here. And up to bat is sophomore Connor Griffith. Left-handed batter swings and misses. Strike one. On the hill, sophomore Reuter, I believe, getting his first varsity start for the Canton Bears. It's a pretty decent first inning. Did give up to two runs and now immediately throws strike two here. So down on the count, no balls and two strikes is Griffith. On deck is Breno. Grant LeBeau in the hole. Reuter, right-handed thrower, throws inside. One that rolls back and gets past the catcher to the cage, but no matter, nobody on. Blue Devils, winners of game one, 12 to 2 here this afternoon, with this doubleheader. A new rule was instated this year, a 10 run rule. So the Blue Devils, even though this game would have only went six innings, as one's foul back behind home plate count remains one ball and two strikes on Griffith. So even though in a doubleheader, your normal high school games are seven innings, but because of a doubleheader, they become six-inning games. And the next pitch, and nice pitch, hit hard, out towards center field, center field over the right, and has it for the Can Bears, tracks it down. Jared Burchill, nice grab by him to get the first out of this inning. F8, down goes Griffith in the book, and now junior Mitchell Breno will come up. Mitchell Breno came up off the bench in the fifth inning for head coach Mahaffey and got a base hit his very first time up. And now here comes a fire from Royer, and that is hit hard, high, out into center field. Center field is drifting over to the left, should have it, and does. 
So F8 and F8 to get the first two batters here in this top of the second inning. Again, tracking it down with Jared Virtual out in center field. And that will bring up junior designated hitter Grant LeBeau. On deck, top of the lineup in sharp. Here comes a fire from Royer, a little bit high and inside. So one ball and no strikes. But the Blue Devils, yes, in game one here this afternoon, winning 12-2, scoring five runs in the bottom of the first, and then tic-tacking runs on as the game progressed. But they were up by 10 runs going into the bottom of the fifth. So they won that as the new rule in state of the 10-run mercy rule this season. So all of a sudden that game ended abruptly. But that was a rule that just came into play this year. So game two, we're not going to have absolutely any trouble finishing during the daylight hours here. Now two balls, three balls and no strikes to Grant LeBeau, the junior. All three pitches, excuse me, three balls and one strike to count. As mentioned, Sharp on deck, top of the line on McCormick in the hole. Royger gets ready, sets, here comes the delivery and just misses. It looked like it had the outside corner but maybe just below the knees, unfortunate break for the Bears. And now runner on first here for the Blue Devils, Grant LeBeau with the walk. And Sharp, who singled in the first, eventually came around to score, will step into the right-handed batter's box. Lawyer gets ready, sets, and a nice pitch right down the middle of the plate. Looking at that one all the way with Sharp, no balls and one strike. McCormick on deck for the Blue Devils, far in the hole. Here comes the pitch, and that up high in the strike zone. Runner going to go to second and safely sliding in. So just like that, the Blue Devils, after getting two outs against them in the top half of the second inning, have found a way to get a runner in scoring position here. Big out for the Canton Bears if they can get it at the plate. Big hit if the Blue Devils might be able to get one now inside behind the back, actually, Sharp. That's the second time here. In the last game, he had one thrown, I think, right behind his back. I think a lot of times your initial reaction is to step back. Luckily, he didn't. That might actually hit him. Now Royer gets ready. Here comes the pitch. This one hits him. First base was open, so not a huge deal. Runners on first and second. But if you're the Canton Bears right now, you have a chance, no matter what has happened or progressed in this inning, to get this third out and get out of this inning in a 2-1 game, and that's all you can ask for. And now McCormick will step into the right-handed batter's box. Back in that first game, Blue Devils' first batter, Sharp, struck out. McCormick came up as he looked at ball one low outside. He had no balls and two strikes against him. The Bears could have had two outs and maybe get out of that inning. Instead, McCormick battles back, earns a walk, and Blue Devils go on to score five straight runs before the second out was reported. Now ball hit hard between first and second, and out into right field, and touch in third, coming around to score is Grant LeBeau. 3-1 lead on the Holland Pump Supply scoreboard. Jacob Sharp will go from first to third, and McCormick now with the RBI single standing on first base. And right now, if you're the Canton Bears, you just got to try the best you can to get out of this inning and keep this game close. You obviously lost game one, 12 to 2, 
if you get down 5-6-1, it's probably going to be, you know, feeling like maybe you can't come back in this game. So the closer you can keep, the more chance you have. So important pitches coming up next year to your batter in Jared Barr. Last year's MVP batted 600. Here comes the fire swung on. Back to the pitcher, Reuter. He's going to get out of the inning. And the throw over to first. One three put out in the books. The Blue Devils did get a big run, though. Make it 3-1 on the Holland Pump Supply scoreboard. Off of one hit, there was no errors, but a hit batter and a walk. And the Blue Devils did strand two on the bases. Your Canton Bears coming up next in the bottom of the second. Cunningham, Closey, Royger here on the North Country Sports Authority. During the winter months, after you've been out in the cold for a while, there's nothing like a hot bath or shower to warm you back up. But if that hot water in your house is not as hot as it used to be, then it's time to have your contractor get you a high-efficiency Bradford white water heater. Whether you need a gas, electric, or propane unit, instantly the water out of your faucets and shower will be back to hot. Residential or commercial, Bradford white water heaters are available at Potsdam Plumbing Supply, Governor Plumbing Supply, Messina Plumbing Supply, or Holland Pump in Ogdensburg. Buster's in Ogdensburg and Kent are sports-themed, family-friendly restaurants that offer a variety of delicious food. From their yingling battered fish fry to their zingers, burgers, appetizers, and desserts, you can always find something yummy for everyone to eat. Hands down, Buster's also puts out the freshest and best salad bar in Ogdensburg or Kent. Open seven days a week, Monday through Sunday for lunch and dinner. Deliver everything on the menu. When you're hungry and decide to go out to eat, make Buster's your next stop. Buster's in Ogdensburg and Kent. Too good to have just one. You're listening to AM1400 ESPN's live coverage of high school sports. Your North Country sports leader is AM1400 ESPN. Back to Chris Spicer. I welcome you into the bottom half of the second inning. Game two of a doubleheader here this afternoon from Augensburg Tree Academy. Canton Bears trail your old fade Blue Devils 3-1. to one. But Now the first batter of the Canton Bears, Cunningham, rounds one. And the Blue Devils throw to first in a time. So Cunningham is retired. And now that will bring up freshman Tanner Closey, Royer on deck, and then the top of the lineup for the Bears. Eyes on the hill for your OFA Blue Devils. Did give up the one run in the first inning off of one hit combined with a couple walks. And now, again, a little bit low and outside. Two balls and no strikes to count. Closey, freshman, getting his first varsity start. Made a nice play defensively back in the first inning for the Canton Bears. And now finally looks at strike one here. So two balls and one strike. That's going to make the young man a hitter, I'm sure. Here comes the next fire right down the middle, swinging and missing as closely, and just like that, eyes battling back is even up the count at two balls and two strikes. Bottom half of the second inning being brought to you by Community Health Center of the North Country. Quality, affordable health care for everybody in St. Lawrence County, and as well the Ruin Pitcher Funeral Home, your new funeral home choice in Ogdensburg. Last two pitches inside, and that will be ball four here. Tanner Closey, so third walk given up this afternoon by Hayden Nye so far through two innings. One out on the Bears, but runner on first, and the sophomore Reuter trying to help his own cause out. 
will step in to the right-handed batter's box. Pass the plate with the box. Here comes the first pitch. Swung on to third base. Glove throw to second in time to get the fourth out. Throw to first in time for the double play. Wow, a great play by the OFA Devils defensively. The old 5-4-3 double play put out to end the inning. So it is no runs for the Canton Bears, no hits, no errors. They did strand one, Blue Devils three, Canton one. Top of the third coming up next. Your cleanup batter in Triano, Ives, then Wood next year on the North Country Sports Authority. Hey, did you know that in our local high schools, two to three students in each class could be having a serious gambling problem? These two or three students could be our kids or friends of theirs. Studies show that teen gambling and the problems it causes threatens the well-being of our teens just as much as using drugs, alcohol, or tobacco do. They'll bet on video games, cards, ping pong, online, you name it. Our kids are simply better off if we can try to stop it early. For more information or help, call the Seaway Valley Prevention Council or go to youthdecideny.org. What people think can be very important. On Facebook, didn't have to, but Larry took the time to write, I've lived in my house 40 years and I'm always worried about the location of my sewer line. Under a cement slab, no access. Last week, fears came true. A break in the line. JMS tunneled under my house and ran a brand new line to the road. No longer have to worry about anything going wrong under the house. Professional, courteous, hardworking. Any kind of plumbing or sewer issue, I highly recommend them. With reviews like that, it's simple. JMS Mechanical City Rooter is your solution. You're listening to AM1400 ESPN's live coverage of high school sports. Your North Country sports leader is AM1400 ESPN. Back to Chris Spicer. again another run here for the OFA Blue Devils. So runner on second, nobody down. Dan Royger, right-handed hurler. Pitch down the plate. To second base, a grounder and eyes will beat the throw out to first base. Wasn't scooped up keenly. E4 in the book on the Bears. And moving over to third base was Jackson Triano. On first now is Ives. And that will bring up senior Brody Woods. Griffith on deck, Breno in the hole. Wind starts to pick back up here in this third inning. And now Eyes was on his way to second. 
Harris throw to first. Royger does, and the pitcher to the first baseman. First baseman drops it. Jackson Toronto comes in off the third to score, moving over to second, and then eventually the third was Ives. So it is four to one, no outs, runner on third. Brody Woods, one ball, no strike. Next pitch, swung on, high in the air. Third baseman in foul territory, a couple feet, has it. And Brody Woods is retired at five in the books. First out on the Blue Devils. That will bring up sophomore Connor Griffith here. Griffith 0 for 1, flew out to center field, back in the second. Here comes the pitch. And, well, the Blue Devils, like I said, very lucky with their deep pitching staff. I mean, with Ethan, you've got Jackson, you've got uh, Justin, excuse me, we've seen sharp pitch. Now we've seen eyes start this game. I mean, they're able to rest some of their pitchers because they're going to be playing a lot of games in a short period of time. And the central division is usually a tough division. I mean, Messina generally good, Malone, Potsdam, Kim and River was pretty decent last year. And now swinging and missing here is Griffith. So two balls and one strike, 4-1 on the hollow pump supply scoreboard. Blue Devils victorious in game one, 12-2. Here comes a fire from Royer. That is swung on. Out into left field. Will it land fair? No, lands foul. Third baseman running with it. Looking over his shoulder, trying to catch up to it. Get the out. And back with another chance is a sophomore Griffith here. One down, runner on third. Royer gets ready. Here comes the pitch, swung on, popped up high in the air. And Royer will call for it off the hill to his left and over toward the first baseline and has the grab. So Griffith goes down F1, and that will bring up junior Mitchell Breno. He is 0 for 1. Flew out to center field in the second inning. LeBeau on deck in the hole. The Blue Devils go with two is sharp. Into the right-handed batter's box is Breno. Here comes the fire from Morgan. That's hit hard. Out into right field. Right fielder having to come in, make the charge. And a diving grab. No, it fell out of his glove as he hit the ground. Would have been a phenomenal catch by the right fielder, Jacob Cunningham. He tried all he could, but when he hit the ground, it came out of his glove. And Mitchell Breno with the RBI single. In no way, shape, or form is that in there. He had to bust his hum to the right fielder to try to get to it and made an almost unbelievable catch. So an RBI single for Breno in the score was eyes. And we have 5-1 on the Holland Pump Supply scoreboard. And now safely moving quickly to second is Mitchell Breno with the stolen base. So another duck on the pond with two outs. And now Royger gets ready here. Right-handed pitcher versus right-handed batter in LeBeau. Here comes the pitch up high in the strike zone. LeBeau, a good eye there. Two balls and no strikes to count. Top of the lineup on deck here and sharp, and then McCormick in the hole. Top half the third inning being brought to you this afternoon by no other than, hey, how about it, baby? Kimrose Medicine Place, pharmacy at its best. And the UPS store, Price Chopper Plaza, in the Berg here. Royer, three balls, no strikes. This one right down the middle, looking at that one all the way, was LeBeau. 
So three balls and one strike to count. Five to one to score. Two outs here in the top half to third. Boyger gets that. Here comes the pitch. No, decides to turn around, throw back to second, safely back into the bag, sliding is Mitchell Breno. Now Royer gets ready, going to fire to his catch. Here comes the pitch. That's popped up, and that is in some dangerous territory off the tree. You never know behind home plate in the fence. And Grant LeBeau now, all of a sudden, Royer has worked his way back in. Three balls and two strikes to count. So mano-to-mano battle here between pitch and batter. And here comes the pitch, and that is inside. So LeBeau, the second walk of this contest, will make his way over to first base. So runners on first and second in the top of the lineup here for the Blue Devils. Jacob Sharp, the junior, will step into the right-handed batter's box. He is one for one, singled and came around to score in the first and then was hit by a pitch before being stranded in the end on third and the second. Now he hits one back up. That is up and off the tree behind home plate. And I'll tell you what, man, it's dodging bullets here today behind home plate. A lot of balls have been fouled back directly to the cage. You know you got the chain link right in front of you and I, but still it makes it flinch once in a while. A lot of pop-ups. There's a big kind of tree right behind. It hits the branches. You never know where she may fall. And now Royger gets ready. Here comes the fire. Low outside. Great block. But runner still. Breno going to go to third and slide and dives into third. So now runner is on first and third. Looked like Breno wanted to head slide and then kind of thought about feet slide. Got mixed up a little bit. Went into the bag a little awkward, but he's all right. And now runner on the way to second, LeBeau. Royer throws to first, but immediately taking off was LeBeau. They will not throw to second base. So now runners on second and third with two down. One and one to count here to start. McCormick on deck, bar in the hole. Here comes the fire, and that swung on base hit. Out in the right center, in the score off the third is Breno. Rounding third is LeBeau and sent in. So the Blue Devils put two more up here in this top of the third. It's scored four now and have a 7-1 lead on the Howland Pump Supply scoreboard. And Jacob Sharp with the RBI single driving in two runs. And he's on first base, and head coach Matt Caulfield will come out and talk to his pitcher and the infield. And with that, like I said, there's been a lot of changes in boys' high school baseball over the last couple of years. You talked about the pitch count. And with that being said, we kind of break that down. And, and when you talk about a season that's already short with five weeks, and now you put it basically into three weeks and talk about this pitch count, it makes it very difficult for the coaches. But if you pitch anywhere between one and 30 pitches in a game, you need to have one night of rest. The night of rest after a game counts. If you pitch 31 to 65 pitches, you have to have two nights of rest. 66 to 95 pitches, you require three nights of rest. And 96 pitches to 105, uh, you're required four. So, I mean, it is a crapshoot when you're playing potentially three to four games a week now just to try to get the regular season and talking about as well. Uh, a lot of doubleheaders, no doubt, going to be happening. So, Always tough to try to figure out all the pitchers, and now we have a pitching change. Speaking of pitching for the Canton Bears, 
it will be Jesse Butler will come in. So unfortunately, Joy Reuger will come out for head coach Matt Caulfield. Butler will come in. So three innings pitched and giving up in a total of two, four, seven runs was Reuger. Off of four, five, six, seven hits. Gave up a couple walks. He may potentially have one more run charged to him here. As standing on first right now currently is Jacob Sharp. Depends on what the Blue Devils do the rest of this inning here. But tough for Canton, right? I mean, you know, they gave up five runs in the first. They could have been out of that inning in game one. And it would be 0-0 game still, but... It was 5 nothing, and then it was a 6 nothing game. Bears got one back, made it 6-1. But when they made it 6-1, they had a chance to make it 6-3. Couldn't. Blue Devils propelled out 7-1, then more, and eventually 12-2. And on the way to second with some speed is sharp. No throw from the catcher. So a duck right back in scoring position here. One strike on McCormick with that pitch. Bar on deck, Toronto in the hole. And eventually it was, like I said, the 12-2 victory for the Blue Devils. And right now, down early again, are the Bears 6-1 in this contest. And now Butler a little outside, low in the dirt. Nice block by the catcher. One ball and one strike is your count. Butler gets ready. Right-handed pitcher for head coach Matt Caulfield. Warrior to start this game was a right-handed pitcher. And now Butler with two balls and one strike. Here comes the next pitch. Oh, man. And a late-breaking curveball, it looked like. That started off kind of high in the strike zone, but came down quite a bit, but just not enough. Three balls and one strike to count. McCormick has been very patient at this at-bat. Now we'll swing, and that's a shot out into left field. That is going to go back to the fence. Hits the fence on the roll. In the score off a second. Touching third is sharp. And McCormick aboard second base with a stand-up double. And now 8-1 to one here on the Howland Pump Supply scoreboard. Five runs here in this top half of the third inning. So McCormick now two for three in this game. He's got two RBIs, and that will bring up Barr. Barr is 0 for 2. Remember, last year's MVP batted 600, just trying to get into the swing of things so far this season here. Here comes the pitch, and that is swung on, golfed up in the air, though. And second baseman back to the edge of dirt has the grab, and the inning is retired. Jared Barr, F4, put out in the books, but not before the OFA Blue Devils. As mentioned, five runs off of one, two, three, four hits. There was one error on the Can Bears in that inning. Blue Devils did strand one. It is eight to one on the Holland Pump Supply scoreboard. The Bears going to try to answer when they come back up next. Top of the lineup, I believe, Butler, Shatroff, Finnerty do up next here on the North Country Sports Authority. Over 20 million Americans have problems with substance abuse. Many right here in our North Country communities. It's time to stop the denial and do something about it. It's time to stomp out the stigma. On the road to recovery, you don't have to do it alone. Help is a confidential phone call away at 535 
1325. A free service from Community Health Center of the North Country. What did you have to do today? Well, I got to get something shred so it doesn't get in the wrong hands. Going to get that binding done for the homemade calendar you made for your sister. Need to exchange some money. I'd like to get our passport application signed by a notary. And I was thinking we should send out your parents' anniversary gift today. Ugh, I was thinking tea off time at one. Uh, what time is it? It's 11.30. No problem. One stop, all solved. We're teeing off by one thanks to the UPS store in Ogdensburg, right in the Price Chopper Plaza. You're listening to AM1400 ESPN's live coverage of high school sports. Your North Country sports leader is AM1400 ESPN. Back to Chris Spicer. trying to help out his own cause. Eyes on the hill in game two of this doubleheader. Two balls and no strikes. We join this bat in progress. Satron deck, Finnerty in the hole. Swing and missing is Butler. They only have 7-1 posted up on the Howland Pump Supply scoreboard, but I believe it was five runs in that third. It should be 8-1. to one. And now a nice pitch by Eyes right down the middle of the plate. And now all of a sudden, just like that, he's fought his way back. It's a two-ball, two-strike count. Here comes a fire from a left-handed hurler. A couple hopper to second. Sharp has it. Throw to first in time. And retired is Jesse Butler. 4-3 put out in the books. And now that will bring up Shatra, the sophomore. He's 0 for 1. Ives has one hit back to second base. Picked up by Sharp. Throw to first in time. So one pitch out of the arm of Ives and hit the second, as mentioned. Another 4-3 put up. So the most successful start for Hayden in the three innings so far that he's worked. Got the first two batters out, and that will bring up now Jack Finnerty, the junior, 0 for 1. Grounded out to short in the first inning. First pitch, a beauty curveball, and it comes across the plate. No balls and one strike to count. Now Ives gets ready, starting to work himself in a rhythm, it seems like. This pitch, though, outside, evens up the count at one and one. Bottom half of the third being brought to you by Mort Backus and Sons. On Route 68, and now a ball hit hard out in the left field. Left fielder on the run back is for the fence, and that will get over the head of the left fielder. And on the way is second with a stand-up double. Jack Finnerty, nice hit. Wheeling was your OFA Blue Devil left fielder, Mitchell Breno, but not uh, going to have a chance to get to that ball. That was very well struck. And now the Bears with a runner in scoring position, and Birchall, the senior, at an RBI single back in the first to drive in Butler. Well, now have a chance maybe to drive in Finnerty here. I uh, was trying to get out a little bit of a jam. He is, throws the first pitch outside, one ball and no strikes. Robert on decks, Briggs is in the hole. Again, so not only do you have that pitch count that has been inserted into the high school baseball, but this year now a 10-run mercy rule. And unfortunately for the Bears, they were getting beat by 10 runs, so Blue Devils did not have to come up in the bottom half of the fifth. 
and how ball hit hard out into right center. That's going to find the gap for sure. And now all the way around third and in to score is Jack Finnerty and virtual for the care Bears. Some back-to-back hits going back to the first inning, a stand-up double for him and an RBI, an 8-2. to two. Here on the Howland Pump Supply scoreboard, so nice back-to-back hits by the Bears. And now ball hit down the right field line, drifting foul out of play. McCormick trying to track it down and just, I think, bobbled it in and out of his glove as he was approaching the foul play line. So new life for Robert here. Robert walked and then was stranded on first, back in the first. So Blue Devils, just like that, were close to getting the third out, but couldn't. The Bears start to rally a little bit here, trying to get something going. Next pitch swung on, I believe, a foul ball went off the plate, I think. Not absolutely positive. Maybe got a piece of the Canton Bears batter, but maybe it looked like it bounced right off the plate and up into the air. So now two strikes here on Robert. Briggs on deck, Cunningham in the hole. The Bears can go with two here. Eyes gets ready. Here comes the pitch. A curveball never came down enough. Stayed up in the strike zone. Two balls and two strikes. Lead taken off a second base by Bertzel and made his way down there. And now pitch just misses. Two balls, two strikes. Your official count here against Robert. Here comes the next one, and swinging and missing a half swing. And that's a second strikeout for Hayden Eyes. The Canton Bears do get one run off of two hits. No errors. They did screen one. We are through three innings of play in game two of our double here, header here this afternoon. It is your Blue Devils, I believe, 8-2 to two here on the Holland Pump Supply scoreboard coming up to bat. Triano, Eyes, and Woods next year on the North Country Sports Authority. We've got a great selection of pre-owned vehicles to choose from at Mort Backus & Sons. If you're in the market for your next vehicle and are thinking of a late model car, SUV, or truck, we've got what you're looking for. From cruises and Malibus to Equinox, Silverado, and everything in between, our pre-owned vehicles are some of the nicest in the North Country. We invite you to stop by and see us on Route 68 or check us out online at mortbackus.com to view our entire inventory. Mort Backus & Sons, where we've been taking care of the North Country for over 60 years. Manipulative advertising tactics. $500,000 a day spent in New York alone to target kids, especially near schools. Tobacco advertising. Seaway Valley Prevention Council's Reality Check and Advancing Tobacco-Free Communities. Not anti-smoker, but the force behind trying to help the kids in our communities. Five minutes of your time max, and you can be a part of the force. Pledge your support, that's it. Visit seawayvalleypreventioncouncil.net. You're listening to AM1400 ESPN's live coverage of high school sports. Your North Country sports leader is AM1400 ESPN. Back to Chris Spicer. Actually, 7-2 on the Howland Pump Supply scoreboard. 
and now Hayden Ives up here as Jackson Toronto got over to first base, and Ives with a rip single out into left field, and Ives going, or excuse me, Toronto going first to third, and then the ball thrown to third goes out of play. Toronto will come in to score, and just like that, it is now actually 8-2 to two on the Howland Pump Supply scoreboard, and Ives originally an RBI single, is now standing at third base himself. And now Brody Woods will step up into the right-handed batter's box, 0 for 2 here this afternoon. And now pitch up in the strike zone a little bit, so one ball and no strikes to count for Woods. As mentioned, Blue Devil Baseball again tomorrow as they will play host to the Messina Red Raiders, and then Friday, girls softball, Eagleton at Morristown, low in the dirt, two balls and no strikes. Griffith on deck, Breno in the hole. Again, most of your teams, even lacrosse, some games were canceled, so just a lot of games going to be happening over the next three weeks. Eagleton and boys, West Axon, off to a good start, 2-0. Had a big win against Madden Wellington yesterday off the top of my head. I want to say five to one. Three balls, no strikes. Fourth pitch now right down the middle, and that will be strike one here to Woods. Sure, make him a hitter if the next pitch is around the plate. And there's a pitch, and that's golfed up over the shortstop's head. Out in the left field and in the score off a third is Hayden Ives. So nine to two on the Howland Pump Supply scoreboard. Brody Woods with the RBI single. And that will bring up Connor Griffith. So for two into the left handed batter's box. So a seven run lead here for the Blue Devils, bottom of the fourth, or excuse me, top of the fourth. And now runner's going to go to second. No throw by catcher and Brody Woods with the stolen base. One ball, no strikes to count to Griffith. Now we get ready here, and there's the pitch. Swung on foul a little over to the left behind home plate. So one ball and one strike now to count to Griffith. The Bears in jeopardy perhaps here in this doubleheader. Blue Devils score some more runs and be 10 runs a little twice here. And now ball hit, three hopper to second. Nice play by the second baseman, throw to first in order to get Connor Griffith out. Four, three put out in the books. Brody Woods makes his way over to third. And i got to be honest with you, I, it was a routine play, really made at second base. But the way is the way Junior Mike Briggs made it. Like, you don't see the fundamentals sometimes and get in front of the baseball and he just did it to a T, made sure he got in front of the ball. And just to see the right fundamental defensive play made is always appreciated. That sometimes the fundamentals get lost in the game. But a nice play by him. Got the out. And that is the first out here on the Blue Devils in this top half of fourth. Mitchell Breno up to bat here. No balls and one strike. He is one for two, flew out to center in the second, RBI single in the third, and eventually came around to score. On deck is Grant LeBeau, and then the top of the lineup for the Blue Devils. On third base is Brody Woods. You know, he's just waiting to try to touch home plate and come in. Here comes the pitch. Swung on, foul back behind home plate out of play. So Breno, now down in the count. No balls and two strikes. Got to try to protect the plate here. 
and where we started with heavy wind and some rain, it is much better conditions. And now Breno, while hit out into center field, base hit. He continues to hit well for the Blue Devils. Like I said, in game one, he came off the bench and ripped a single right away. And now starting in this game, two for three, and drives in Brody Woods. So that's three so far here in this fourth inning. Ten to two on the Howland Pump Supply scoreboard. Breno on first with the RBI single, and now Grant LeBeau comes into the right-handed batter's box, designated hitter in this game for head coach Larry Mahaffey. He's walked twice, and both times has come around to score in the second and third and looks at ball one this time. Tough going for the Bears here in game two. Now the ball hit, popped up high in the air. Second baseman goes back to the edge of the dirt and has it in the glove. And then a good second out here for the Canton Bears to get. Bobo is retired F4. And now Jacob Sharp. He's two for three, or he's two for two, actually. He singled in the first, came around to score, was hit by a pitch in the second, then screened at third, and then singled in two runs in the third and came around to score himself. So eight-run lead for the Blue Devils, two outs. Mitchell Breno on first. Sharp looks at ball one, outside and low. On deck is McCormick, I believe. We'll see. Haven't seen him come out of the dugout yet. And on the on-deck circle, Toronto in the hole. Butler gets ready, came in relief, and there's a hit and run. Very successful as Breno will round second. Now he's on his way to third. The throw to third over the third baseman's head. Bounces off the cage in front of the dugout of the Bears, and Breno comes in to score off the third base. So hustling right from the start was Breno with some nice wheels. And the Blue Devils punch another run in. 11-2 on the Howland Pump Supply scoreboard. And Jacob Sharp now standing at second base. Is that through going over the third baseman's head? He started to gallop to second. And now Justin McCormick. He's got true RBIs. Two for three here in game number two and looks at ball one. So two outs. And now this ball hit hard out into center field. Center fielder takes a couple steps back, has it in the glove. And McCormick is retired F8 in the books, but not before the Blue Devils with their second consecutive four-run inning. The four runs off of one, two, three, four base hits. There were no errors on the Bears. The Blue Devils do strand one. They are again in control here of the action. 11-2 in game two as we head to the bottom of the fourth. Briggs, Cunningham, Closey, do up for 10 next year on the North Country Sports Authority. Disguised within things like your family history, breast cancer can strike any time. But as the only high-risk breast program in the region, our bodyguards can spot danger before it reaches you. It all starts with a simple questionnaire to identify your early risks. Then our team can protect you from harm and bring you peace of mind. Visit claxtonhepburn.org bodyguard to complete your questionnaire because defending your tomorrow should start today. 
This is Rose DeMars from Kim Rose Medicine Place. When Hurricane Maria devastated Puerto Rico last September, it sent shockwaves, which are still shaking the U.S. pharmaceutical supply chain. There is a backlog for some medications and supplies. The FDA has a list of 30 critical products, which are still in short supply. In the U.S., we take for granted the availability of our medications. For more information, stop at Kim Rose Medicine Place on State Street, Ogdensburg. Pharmacy at its best. You're listening to AM1400 ESPN's live coverage of high school sports. Your North Country sports leader is AM1400 ESPN. Back to Chris Spicer. afternoon so far on their home baseball diamond they took game one 12 to two they're now in control of game two 11 to two on the howland pump supply scoreboard as we now enter the bottom half of the fourth inning fourth inning i should say hayden i'm starting this game on the hill has just given up the two runs off of three hits here this afternoon it was way back several hours ago game one more back since on pregame show we talked about the pitching depth for the OFA Blue Devils in returning Ethan Baldwin 4-0 and last year, or 4-1. and I'm just not exactly positive. I don't have it in front of me. Uh, great pitcher. Pitched an epic game in the New York State Regional Final. Eight in like a third inning before he had to come out because he threw uh, his pitch limit. Uh, went on a couple more innings. The Blue Devils lost 3-1. to But, uh, you know, he returning. Jackson Toronto returning. Uh, Justin McCormick pitching some, and he returning. And now we've seen arms of, of Jacob Sharp. We've seen the arm of Hayden Ives. So when you talk about a season very congested, as I've already mentioned, you know, normally the baseball season is congested. It's five weeks, but it's been shrinked to about three. So it's nice to have the deep pitching staff that head coach Larry Mahaffey does. And now up to bat here for the Canton Bears. 0 for 1 as Mike Briggs. He struck out in the first. Got some chin music there. Backed off the plate a little bit. Eyes left-handed hurler. Now right down the middle of the plate. Swinging and missing for strike three is Briggs. Third strikeout for Ives here in this contest. And now that will bring up Cunningham, the junior 0 for 1. Grounded out to second, back in the second. And he looks at one high. That was a tough one to lay off. He did a nice job doing it. Ocean, Zach Royer in the hole here for the Canton Bears. Ives gets ready. Here comes the pitch. Swung out and missed. And excuse me, that is not Jacob Cunningham up the bat here for head coach Matt Bobfield. That is number two in the program. Oh, Jimmy Crickets in the Wild Frontier. Where are you, kid? And I can't see number two's number anywhere here. Not. I'm kind of at a loss, to be quite honest. We had a doubleheader, two kind of wacky games here. And now I believe two balls, two strikes to count here. I was trying to get the out. Look at the old lineup, and I just don't see a number two in the program for head coach Matt Caulfield and the Can Bears. Oh, I'm sorry. There he is, Brandon Lawrence up to bat here. Ives, here comes the pitch, that slow, and that'll be ball four to Lawrence. So Brandon Lawrence draws the walk. 
And that will bring now up freshman Tanner Closey, who walked in the second. That was screened at first. And that is the fourth walk given up by Oz through so far for an eighth play. Now foul ball by Closey. No balls and one strike to count. Seguin at the Blue Devils. Keep Canton off the board here in this inning. And put a run across and Canton cannot answer in the bottom of the fifth. This game would conclude earlier than the sixth innings that we were supposed to play. And now a ball bouncing out in front of Brody Woods. And running to second base is Lawrence. So now a runner in scoring position. Garcia at first in this game here for the OFA Blue Devils. Ives gets ready. Here comes the pitch, and that right down the middle of the plate. Kosey looking at that one, shaking his head a little bit, knowing he probably should have tried to make contact. Royer on deck. Butler in the top of the lineup in the hole here for the Can Bears. Next pitch foul right back to the cage. There's two strikes here on the freshman Kosey. Bottom half of the fourth being brought to you by Seaway Valley Prevention Council's reality check and you decide. And now Hives gets ready. Here comes the pitch. Low inside. Great block by Brody. Quickly kind of got out of his crouch and got over to the left. And that keeps the runner at second base here. Hives gets ready. Here comes the throw. That is a grounder scooped up at third by Baldwin. Throw to first in and out of the glove of Garcia. And now on the way to third base is Lawrence, but Tanner Closey had rounded first base to go back or to go towards second. Garcia picked up the ball and was able to tag him before he could get back to first. So two outs. Bears with a runner on third. Now pop one up and Hayden Eyes off the hill looking over his shoulder with the grab. And that will retire the Bears, John Bailey, who came up the bat. So the Canton Bears in the end, no runs, no hits. There was no errors. They do strand one. We are through four innings of play. Blue Devils having 11-2, nine-run lead, bar. Triano, Ives, 3, 4, 5, do up next year on the North Country Sports Authority. Before I was J-Lo, I found my second home here at the Boys and Girls Club. Daniel coaches baseball at the club. But he's also coaching kids and teens to reach their full potential. Phyllis teaches kids how to make healthy snacks, but she's also teaching them a recipe for success. At the club, kids and teens learn new skills in our STEM labs. Let's design a code that will teach me a dance move. But really, they're learning to engineer their future. Our trained youth development professionals use club activities to mentor, to make a connection, and to teach them they can. At the Boys and Girls Club, it's not just about being on stage. It's about helping kids walk across it. Announcing our graduating class. Larry Maldonado taught me how to dance at the Boys and Girls Club. But that's not why I made it. I made it because he taught me I can. I'm Jennifer Lopez, national spokesperson for Boys and Girls Clubs. Great futures start here. You're listening to AM1400 ESPN's live coverage of high school sports. 
your North Country sports leader is AM 1400 ESPN. Back to Chris Spicer. Your exclusive home. As we talked about to start these doubleheaders here this afternoon, the Blue Devils six straight Section 10 championships. And while they've started off this regular season, I thought they were a very good team coming in this year. When you talk about their pitching, their defense, they've got some big-time hitters. They've got some very, very valuable seniors, along with some other guys and some juniors that have played some baseball for a while. So this Blue Devil team, a very good team. They're looking to win another Section 10 championship, obviously down the road. But you got to have a good regular season, right? And, well, a start to a good regular season is a good start. And, well, the Blue Devils with a 9-0 victory over Salmon River yesterday, a 12-2 victory in game one of this doubleheader against Canton earlier this afternoon, are currently 2-0 to the top the Central Division, looking to go 3-0 and currently with the 11-2 lead on the Howland Pump Supply scoreboard. And Ethan Baldwin will actually come up to bat here for the first time in this contest. He did pretty well. And I think he was three for three or maybe two for three in that first game, to be quite honest with you. We'll look it up real quick. In fact, he was two for two. He had two singles, two RBIs. He was actually hit by a pitch at one point. He scored all three times. And, well, it is actually Chris Garcia that is coming up to bat here for the OFA Blue Devils. So Garcia will lead him off. It's Ethan Baldwin on deck here. And now in the pitch is Keegan Jordan playing baseball for the Canton Bears, but a Lisbon High School student. They go over to Canton now because they don't have enough guys to field a team. And strike one to Garcia. Second pitch right down the middle. So Garcia steps into the right-handed batter's box and looks at two pitches. Out of the arm of Tegan Jordan and two quick strikes from the right-handed hurdler. Here comes the next one, swung on. Down the first base side, popped up in front of the Blue Devil dugout. Closey, first baseman for the Bears, trying to track it down. Just couldn't quite get there in time. And staying alive here is Chris Garcia. Garcia back into the right-handed batter's box. It looks like in the hole. For the Blue Devils, this this one's popped up down third base side over the Canton Bears dugout. Trying to see who potentially might be in the hole here for the OFA Blue Devils. And I think it is Hayden Ives. Well, Chris Garcia bats. He fouls one back for Jared Barr here in this top of the fifth inning. Like the Blue Devils have done a lot of times. They battled here at their at-bats. Here comes the next pitch. Swung on. Couple hopper toward third. Picked up. Bobbled in Garcia. Going to be aboard first base. E5 in the books. And the Blue Devils will now send up Ethan Baldwin. Batting for Jackson Triano. We'll take a couple cuts. As mentioned, two for two in the first game here this afternoon, getting his first plate appearance in the second game. Right-handed batter, Garcia. As I was whittling away, made his way over to second base and standing there. 
So a runner in scoring position is now Ethan Baldwin. One ball and no strikes. Hayden Ives on deck. Here comes the pitch, and that hits Baldwin. He was hit in the first game. And now runners on first and second here for the OFA Blue Devils, and Hayden Ives with no outs. Has a good opportunity for the Blue Devils to get it to 10 runs again, perhaps with that new rule instated this year, 10-run mercy rule. And this game, once the Can Bears come up in the bottom half of the fifth here. Now Ives in the right-handed batter's box. Nobody down. Jordan on the hill, throws outside. One ball and no strikes. Canton played a real tough game on Monday against Malone. Malone, usually a very competitive baseball squad, only losing 3 to nothing. They just couldn't score runs in that game. And now a ball by Ives, chopped out over the first baseman's head, and he'll be a safe on first with the infield hit. It just rolled to the edge of the dirt, and now the base is loaded here for the OFA Blue Devils in this top half of the fifth. So an infield single by Ives. And that will bring up Brody Woods. Woods is one for three in the second game here this afternoon as he gets in the right-handed batter's box. On deck for the Blue Devils as the first pitch inside is Alex Barrett. He started game one. Now he's going to get an at-bat here. Second pitch up high. So two balls and no strikes. Doubleheader losing a little pizzazz here as the game one was 12-2, and it was close for a little while. Game two was 2 nothing, but the Bears got one back, made it 2-1, then it was 3-1, and then just got spread out from there. And now a strike here to Woods. Now Jordan gets ready, and that pitch is inside. Blue Devils will take their leads off the bags. Here comes the pitch, and that outside, and that will be ball four. So in the score will be Chris Garcia with the walk. 12-2 to two on the Holland Pump Supply scoreboard. Baldwin over to third, Ives over to second. Woods now standing on first, and that will bring up Alex Barrett. Barrett in the right-handed batter's box looks at ball one. As always, high school games, normally seven innings, but doubleheader broke down to seven innings per game. But this one could be a little quicker here. As the Blue Devils now up by ten runs, and as the Bears aren't able to answer with any runs in the bottom half of the fifth, be the ten-run rule that would come into effect. Now Jordan gets ready and fires one outside. Oh, I'm sorry. It's tough to keep going, right? I mean, a doubleheader, you're talking a 12-2 game, game one. We're talking 11-2 now, bases loaded, nobody down. Here comes the pitch, and that catches the outside corner. So whoopa, whoopa, yuck, 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 with the three stooges say right about now. I'm starting to lose it a little bit. I wish Cousin Clyde was around to come in and maybe broadcast the last inning, and now a walk. That will walk in Ethan Baldwin. Ives will make his way over to third. Brody Woods will make his way over to second. 
And Alex Barrett on first base now. And we'll have to see as there is a conference on the hill. Matt Caulfield coming out and talking to his pitcher and infield. And now we'll see who's coming up into the lineup for the OFA Blue Devils. It's going to be Kyle Trombley to get an at-bat, his first plate appearance here this afternoon. He's going to bat in place for Mitchell Bremel. And Matt Caulfield, I'm sure, just telling his pitcher to calm down a little bit, just throw to his catch and try to get the defense to do the work behind you here. 13-2 on the Holland Pump Supply scoreboard. And now first pitch up high here to Kyle Trombley. So the Blue Devils, except for one player, have been able to get everybody in the contest in between game one and game two. Now a ball hit foul over the Blue Devil dugout down the first base side. Evens up to count one and one to Trombley. That's nice early in the year when you've got to worry about the pitch count. They've been able to throw different pitchers here this afternoon, not have to rely too heavily on one. Been able to get all the guys in that bad and that play appearances and get them to play some defense as well. And now Kyle swings and misses, so one ball and two strikes to count here to Trombley. Next pitch is swung on, shot back to first. They throw home for the force out. So Hayden Eyes is out. Brody Woods makes his way over to third. Barrett over to second. Trombley with the fielder's choice at first. So one down here. And, well, we talked about it before. Used to run track, I believe, for the OFA Blue Devils. But now Carmine Menza, Jr., he was the only player not to get in here for the OFA Blue Devils between game one and this game. And now he will get into the right-handed batter's box, the junior, and face his first action. Good eye there. And looks at ball one. So the base is loaded for the young man, and then it's back to the top of the lineup, and Jacob Sharp up high again. Thought about swinging, held his wrist back, no balls and two strikes. He was close to breaking the plane on that one. Jordan gets ready. Here comes the fire, that up out of the strike zone. So two balls, one strike to count here. Next fire, and that low in the dirt. And actually, that will be ball four. So Carmine on his way to first with the walk. Uh, That will bring in Brody Woods for a 14-2 game now on the Holland Pump Supply scoreboard. Barrett will work over to third, Trombley over to second. Now Jacob Sharp up to bat, and he fouls one, rips one down the right field line, drifts out of play. So no balls and one strike to Sharp. I believe McCormick on deck here for the OFA Blue Devils, and then in the hole would be Chris Garcia. Well, after this one, we're going to immediately wrap it up here. The Blue Devils victorious in game one to move to 2-0. And now looking like they're definitely going to be victorious in game two here this afternoon, up 14-2, to two, up out of the strike zone. And that is a ball now to Sharp. Sharp is three for three here this afternoon in this second game with three RBIs. 
Now one low in the dirt. Jiminy Crickets is a wild frontier. I got to love you. I got to be honest. I love broadcasting, but this game, man, I'll tell you what, she's just dragging on after a 12-2 game. And now a ball hit hard by Sharp out in the center field. That will score a run off of third base. In the score will be Alex Barrett. So Sharp continuing to do a great job, four for four in this game with four RBIs, and is now a 15-2 lead for the Blue Devils on the Howland Pump Supply scoreboard. Trombley over to third, men's at a second, Sharp on first, and Justin McCormick now up in the right-handed batter's box. He's two for four in this game. RBI single in the second, a double and an RBI in the third. Now swings, fouls, one back behind home plate. No balls and two strikes to count to McCormick. Garcia on deck. And next pitch just outside. It's amazing the difference in weather that we had just a couple hours ago in game one, starting with very windy and some rain. And now ball hit hard. Right fielder over to his right, has it in the glove, makes a nice catch. McCormick is retired. F9 in the books, and that will bring up Garcia for the second time in this inning. Reached me an error his first time up in the inning, and then came around to score. So two outs on the Blue Devils. They lead by 13 runs. The Bears will get their at-bats in the bottom of the fifth, but they do not at least at this point score at least three runs. This game will conclude. And now swinging and missing is Garcia. And now ball hit back to the pitcher. Jordan will throw to first. And Garcia is out. The inning is over. One, two, four runs though for the OFA Blue Devils off of one, two. Looks like two hits, several walks, a hit by pitch. There were no errors on the Can Bears in that inning. The Blue Devils do strand three. We go to the bottom of the fifth, 15 to two. The Bears, I believe, Butler, Shatra, Finnerty do up next here on the North Country Sports Authority. How awesome has it been? Over the many years now with great sponsors, to each and every week find that well-deserved student-athlete who was gritty, exciting, focused, and simply got the job done well enough to gain the votes to become our Mort Backus & Sons Pepsi Augensburg Ballers Athlete of the Week. So many awesome kids have won this award from OFA, Hubleton, Morristown, and Lisbon. I've witnessed their performances, read about them, and over the years it has been an absolute blast. The kids receive a certificate, get highlighted on the radio talking about their performances, and also get a free three-piece snack from Dixie Lee. So yeah, thanks a lot for listening over the years and celebrating together these student-athletes. In the blink of an eye, the regular season going to be over and into the playoffs. Buckle up, baby. The votes are going to be coming in like hotcakes for our next Mark Beckus and Sons, Pepsi Augensburg Ballers, Athlete of the Week. You're listening to AM1400 ESPN's live coverage of high school sports. Your North Country sports leader is AM1400 ESPN. Back to Chris Spicer.
All right, your OFA Blue Devils just an inning away from closing out game number two of this doubleheader against your Can Bears from Augensburg Free Academy. As I welcome you back inside the Richard Winter Cancer Center broadcast booth, I appreciate you joining me here this afternoon. We're really now going to start diving into the sports season. We tried a couple of weeks ago, but weather only allowed us to do two games. It was uh, a Lisbon Hewleton girls softball game, and then it was boys baseball, Hewleton and Morristown, and then we were shut down with the weather, spring break. So good to get back in it, get the rust off, and, well, the OFA Blue Devils, a great start to their regular season here. It looks like they're going to go 3-0 and here with the Bears. They're last at bats if they do get some runs here. They need at least four, three or more to extend this game. And Jacob Sharp on the hill back. He came out onto the hill for the OFA Blue Devils in the first game, and now he strikes out the first batter here for the Canton Bears. So the winning pitcher here this afternoon in game two is going to be the junior, Hayden Ives. Unfortunately for the Bears, Joey Royer are going to be the losing pitcher. Now a ball hit well by Mike Shatroff with one out, out to center field. A single for Shatroff, so he's now one for three on the day, and that will bring up Jack Finnerty, who bats in the third spot. Finnerty doubled in the last time after he doubled. And he steps into the right-handed batter's box. The sun starting to set here in the land of Augensburg. And now right down the middle, swinging and missing his finger. Virtual on deck, Kobe Robert in the hole here for the Canton Bears. So like I said, we're not doing too much of a more back than Sun's post-game show tonight, doing the double-headers. It's kind of... Been lingering on a little bit here this afternoon. So, real quick, your winning pitcher in game one, Jackson Toronto, here this afternoon for your OFA Blue Devils. Going four innings, giving up two runs, no hits, though. And now, strikey out here for Jacob Sharp. So, Finnerty goes down with the K, one out here on the Ken Bears. But again, first game, Jackson Toronto pitching four innings. No hits, but did give up two runs. There was four walks. And now a ball hit out into right field caught. So two outs here on the Canberra's virtual retired F9 in the books. That will bring up Kobe Robert. And it was Jared Virtual, the losing pitcher for the Canberra's in game one in the end. It was 12-2, and that actually is third out. Like I told you, I'm starting to lose it a little bit going into the second game and the way she was rolling. But it is official that is the third out here now on the Can Bears and the Blue Devils have won a game two, 15-2 to on the Howland Pump Supply scoreboard. Hayden Knives, as mentioned, winning pitcher in game two. Joey Royger, unfortunately, the sophomore, the losing pitcher here in this second contest. The Blue Devils, a whole bunch of them getting it done especially Jacob Sharp, four for four in game two. Game one, Buster's player of the game, Ethan Baldwin, did a great job offensively for head coach Larry Mahaffey. He was two for two. He drove in a couple runs. He was hit by a pitch, and all three times he came in to score in that 12-2 game one victory. So congratulations to Ethan Baldwin our Buster's player of the game in game one. 
And now when we look at game two, Jacob Sharp for the OFA Blue Devils, four for four. He had four singles, drove in four runs. He was also hit by a pitch, scored twice. So congratulations to Jacob Sharp, leadoff batter for the Blue Devils in game one and game two, and our game two Busters player of the game. Our Kimrose Medicine Shop, pharmacy at its best, play of the game this afternoon came in the very second inning of game number two, the 5-4-3 double play, ball hits the third, third throws the second, gets that force out, second throws the first, and bada-boom, bada-bing, eight and eyes out of a jam with the 5-4-3 put out. That is our Kimrose Medicine Shop, pharmacy at its best, play of the game. Hey, I want to thank you for digging back into the spring sports season with me, getting our cleats wet a little bit as the OFA Blue Devils take two from the Can Bears, go to 3-0 and instead of top the Central Division. We will be right back with your OFA Blue Devils tomorrow. They take on the Messina Red Raiders, 4-15 pregame, 4-30 first pitch, and then on Friday, girls softball, Hewleton at Morristown. I want to thank Phil back at the stations for pressing the buttons, making it happen, and I want to thank you for listening. Blue Devils, two victories today, 12-2, first one, 15-2, second one, and you heard it right here on the North Country Sports Authority. Oh, wish I was in the land of chicken, way more taste than finger licking. Get away, get away, get away to Dixie. Oh, the chicken gravy and mashed potatoes need some now and more for later. Come with me, come with me, come with me to Dixie Lee. We're going down to Dixie Lee. Hooray, hooray at Dixie Lee. If you ask me, you're gonna love the chicken state street in the burg right down at Dixie Lee. During the winter months, after you've been out in the cold for a while, there's nothing like a hot bath or shower to warm you back up. But if that hot water in your house is not as hot as it used to be, then it's time to have your contractor get you a high-efficiency Bradford white water heater. Whether you need a gas, electric, or propane unit, instantly the water out of your faucets and shower will be back to hot. Residential or commercial, Bradford white water heaters are available at Potsdam Plumbing Supply, Governor Plumbing Supply, Messina Plumbing Supply, or Holland Pump in Ogdensburg. Busters in Ogdensburg and Can are sports-themed, family-friendly restaurants that offer a variety of delicious food. From their yingling battered fish fry to their zingers, burgers, appetizers, and desserts, you can always find something yummy for everyone to eat. Hands down, Busters also puts out the freshest and best salad bar in Ogdensburg or Can. Open seven days a week, Monday through Sunday for lunch and dinner. Deliver everything on the menu. When you're hungry and decide to go out to eat, make Busters your next stop. Busters in Ogdensburg and Can. Too good to have just one. Hey, did you know that in our local high schools, two to three students in each class could be having a serious gambling problem? These two or three students could be our kids or friends of theirs. Studies show that teen gambling and the problems it causes threatens the well-being of our teens just as much as using drugs, alcohol, or tobacco do. They'll bet on video games, cards, ping pong, online, you name it. Our kids are simply better off if we can try to stop it early. For more information or help, call the Seaway Valley Prevention Council or go to youthdecideny.org. 
What people think can be very important. On Facebook, didn't have to, but Larry took the time to write, I've lived in my house 40 years and I'm always worried about the location of my sewer line. Under a cement slab, no access. Last week, fears came true. A break in the line. JMS tunneled under my house and ran a brand new line to the road. No longer have to worry about anything going wrong under the house. Professional, courteous, hardworking. Any kind of plumbing or sewer issue, I highly recommend them. With reviews like that, it's simple. JMS Mechanical City Rooter is your solution. Over 20 million Americans have problems with substance abuse. Many right here in our North Country communities. It's time to stop the denial and do something about it. It's time to stomp out the stigma. On the road to recovery, you don't have to do it alone. Help is a confidential phone call away at 535-1325. A free service from Community Health Center of the North Country. Have you met one of our famous North Country potholes yet? Having your vehicle out of alignment can be a very annoying condition. At Mort Backus & Sons, our laser-guided alignment machine can get your vehicle back into specs with precision. And our GM certified service technicians can diagnose and take care of any other problems you might have too. If you're in need of an alignment or any other service needs, give us a call at 315-393-6000 and we'll be happy to schedule an appointment today. Find new roads at Mort Backus & Sons, where we've been taking care of the North Country for over 60 years. Manipulative advertising tactics. $500,000 a day spent in New York alone to target kids, especially near schools. Tobacco advertising. Seaway Valley Prevention Council's Reality Check and Advancing Tobacco-Free Communities. Not anti-smoker, but the force behind trying to help the kids in our communities. Five minutes of your time max, and you can be a part of the force. Pledge your support, that's it. Visit seawayvalleypreventioncouncil.net. This is Rose DeMars from Kim Rose Medicine Place. Your doctor, in addition to medications, may prescribe exercise, and there is none better and easier than walking. And how about a new dog friend to walk with? You may find these new friends at the St. Lawrence Valley SPCA. If you aren't able to adopt a pet, how about donating your coin change to your local SPCA at our cash register during April and May? These innocent animals deserve our help. For all your medications, stop at Kim Rose Medicine Place on State Street, Ogdensburg. Pharmacy at its best. Disguised within things like your family history, breast cancer can strike any time. But as the only high-risk breast program in the region, our bodyguards can spot danger before it reaches you. It all starts with a simple questionnaire to identify your early risks. Then our team can protect you from harm and bring you peace of mind. Visit claxtonhepburn.org bodyguard to complete your questionnaire. Because defending your tomorrow should start today. You can find the UPS store in Ogdensburg, minutes from the bridge, around the corner, down the street, Price Chopper Plaza, right where you need them, when you need them. They understand that you're looking for convenience and reliability. You need to be organized, packed, shipped, collated, and printed. And they recognize the challenge to have all of that done faster and for less money. See, it's not just about packaging and shipping. It's about solutions to what you need done. Minutes from the bridge, Price Chopper Plaza, the UPS store in Ogdensburg. Over 20 million Americans have problems with substance abuse. Many right here in our North Country communities. It's time to stop the denial and do something about it. It's time to stomp out the stigma. On the road to recovery, you don't have to do it alone. Help is a confidential phone call away at 535-1325. A free service from Community Health Center of the North Country. 
Thank you for listening to High School Sports on the North Country Sports Authority ESPN 1400 AM with Chris Spicer. Follow High School Sports all season long right here at ESPN 1400 AM. All razors. Yo, you seeing this? Oh, what a shot! The NBA playoffs are heating up. King James travels north to take on the one seed Raptors. Banks it home and the foul. LeBron James taking over. Can DeRozan and company defend home court? Long for DeRozan. Oh, what a finish by DeMar DeRozan. You don't want to miss this. Cavs, Raptors at 6 Eastern, tomorrow on ESPN and streaming live on the ESPN app. Round two, presented by Wells Fargo. Hey, Tsugats, join us Thursday. We're going to talk to Bob Ryan. Talk to him about the Celtics, the Patriots, the NBA, everything. We love that guy. And we'll talk to a CNN anchor, Jake Tapper. That's Thursday on the Dan Levitard Show with me, Tsugats, on ESPN Radio. I've been getting people up, well, forever. Kind of my thing. But if you're looking for sports in the morning, I'm not your guy. Uh, rooster. But this new show, Get Up, you can bet the farm they'll get you your sports fix each morning with Greenie, Beetle, and Jalen. Must-see highlights, can't-miss conversations, big-time interviews. How am I supposed to compete with that? I only got one move. Now I need to find something else to do pronto. Well, not pronto. I need to finish watching the show first, but then I'll find a new purpose. Get Up, Get Sports, Get Going. Weekdays, 7 to 10 a.m. on ESPN. When the season started, it's pretty much an annihilation. A repeat seemed inevitable for the Warriors. On a pretty much nightly basis. But injuries have crept in. Warriors just cannot shake the injury bug this season. Suddenly, they seem a bit vulnerable while they're still the favorites. They have the best team in basketball if they're healthy. A repeat is far from a guarantee. The NBA playoffs continue on ESPN Radio and on ESPN. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Steve Lennox. Jazz and Rockets. Game two of their second round NBA playoff series underway from Houston in a little over 30 minutes. Rockets won game one by 14 at home on Sunday. Clint Capella, 16 points, 12 rebounds in the win. Rockets GM Daryl Morey earlier today on Capella when he talked with the Dan Lebitard show. He's been unbelievable, too. I mean, I, I think he outplayed Towns and in round one and obviously round two, the story's yet to be written. But Clint keeps surprising us, keeps taking a step forward. He he really improved in his fourth year in the league, which actually almost never happened. So, yeah, we're 
we're pretty excited about what Clint's doing. Rockets 5-1 and one this postseason, a perfect 4-0 and oh on their home floor. Cavs coach Ty Luce said today that Kevin Love will continue as a team starting center. Love just 3 of 13, 7 points. And the Cavs game one victory against Toronto on Tuesday night. According to ESPN's Adrian Wojnarowski, the Suns will hire Jazz assistant Igor Kokoshkov 